welcome to the Let's Scare My Girlfriend to Death podcast. I'm your co-host, Josh. And I'm your co-host, the girlfriend, Cindy. Hey everybody, welcome back to your favorite podcast where a couple break down horror movies thematically and one of them dies a little each month. Week. <laughs> my name is Cindy. I'm Josh. And that's my boyfriend who loves horror and I'm I'm getting there. I scare a lot. Anyway. <laughs> I scare a lot. I do. I scare easily and often. Uh, this month our theme has been Phantasm. We are on week three, which means we are doing Phantasm 3. It may be the greatest theme I've ever come up with for this show. It's just phantasm movies? Phantasm. End. Um, I, every time I say the word phantasm in my head, I hear the trailer voice guy from all the trailers that was like, he would always in say, phantasm. Phantasm. A, a, a spirit, a ghost. A movie with balls. <laughs> so Phantasm 3 has a subtitle. It's Tell Phantasm me, 3 colon. colon Lord of the Dead. Lord of the Fla- Dead. Lord of the Flies? The Lord fire? of the Dance? Um, no. <laughs> no. So there's okay. two years um, we're going to talk about briefly, but we're going to focus on the first one. Well, so, so the, well, okay, go ahead. So this movie was released limited theatrical. Okay, so that's why there's two years. And then it got its video premiere in mm-hmm. 1995. So we talked last week about Phantasm 2 did not do well. So 3 and 4... Kind of basically direct-to-video. Okay. Much smaller budgets. But, but look, if you have a great following, that's where you need to go. You'll make better money anyway. So that back when the DVD market and VHS mm-hmm. market was a thing. Mm-hmm. So Phantasm 3. Okay. So um, 1994, the year, do you remember it? 1994, I was a freshman in high school. That's insane. Okay. I don't know what it was because I can't do this. That is head. 30 years ago. Um, that Holy doesn't help me at all. Holy <laughs> shit. doesn't help me at all. Take your age no, minus it's 30. No, it's not. 1994. Oh, I'm sorry. It's 29 years ago. Yeah, there you go. No. <laughs> yeah. 40 years? No. 91. 40? I'm right. 30. 31. Because it's 2023. And you're talking about 1994. 1994. Yeah. So it's 29 years. Okay. <laughs> we're not there oh um, we're both bad at math we're not there yet okay. i hate everything go ahead 1994 <laughs> guys this we is, have we have why arts. one of us is a social worker and another one's a, a not math teacher um How 1994 dare. is the year that nafta was established what 29 years ago i was right there you go I'm sure did i take out a calculator yes uh the nafta thing i always remember ross perot yelling about nafta and i'll be honest he was right uh all of our jobs left i can't hear ross pro's voice because <laughs> all Dana i hear yeah exactly or not dan and carby's voice yes um that the kremlin accords were signed to end the aiming of nukes at each other sure. so the united states and russia were like hey what if we sure. just didn't have them aimed at one another how's that working delio does that work for you how's that working for you yeah the world is wild. Yep. The Winter Olympics were in Lillehammer. Oh, yeah. Those Olympics? Yeah. Uh, Winter Nine, Olympics. Nine Inch Nails released The Downward Spiral. Oh, yes. Closer. <laughs> That's all. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> do a sound effect for this one. The Rwandan Genocide. Oh, wow. <laughs> That's awful. <laughs> Please don't make me do that. <laughs> <laughs> mean I you're just you, rude I set you up for yeah, failure you did you totally did anyway yeah 
Um, it's what led to there being like Hotel this, Rwanda. Yeah, they split that makes country. Makes Don Cheadle a Oscar winner. Yeah, Nelson Mandela won the presidency in South Africa that year. Finally, uh, Nicole Brown Simpson got murdered. Yeah. Um, you don't have to say allegedly anymore by OJ because he got... No, it, it, he was found guilty. He did time. No, he didn't do time. No, he didn't do time. He uh, had to pay that fine. Yeah, he got caught, he got in a civil trial. Right. So I don't know how that works. Um, right. And then the PlayStation was released. How exciting. You know, ups and downs. We're up to four, five. What are we up to now? Five. Five. Um, in 29 years. <laughs> in 20... <laughs> yeah. Uh, that was the year that we gained mm-hmm. Dakota Fanning, Lucy Boynton, uh, Julia Garner, and Harry Styles. Fascinating. They're so young. And we lost John Candy, Kurt Cobain, Burt Lancaster, Peter Cushing, Raul Julia, Woody Strode, Cesar Romero, uh, Gian Maria Volante. Amazing actor. I don't know that one. Um, he was in a bunch of like Italian like art films and then was weirdly the bad guy. And like two Clint Eastwood spaghetti westerns. Oh, okay. <laughs> it was like a hardcore like socialist. Very interesting man. Um, Tom Villard and Timothy Carey. Okay. Tom Villard of Popcorn fame. Fucking love that movie. Can't Don't wait to watch that it. with you all on point. That okay. movie is fucking rules. Sure. Um, so yes, uh, if you're keeping, you're playing the at home game and you're like, Josh, what movies came out? In Tell 1994. me. 1994. Like, what could have came out that year? What movies was I not watching in a movie theater with a random guy? I'm just going to sh- throw out names. This is the year of Jim Carrey, by the way. To uh, the mask. I'm going to throw out names. And <laughs> I just want to get your reaction to them. So, True Lies. Okay. That's the Arnold Schwarzenegger one. Speed. Okay. Speed fucking rules. No, I mean, it's a good time. Speed's a movie that a I showed your youngest child and he couldn't sleep because he was so amped up. <laughs> Like he was like he was jumping off of his from, bed. From, from, from. He jumping off of his bed at two in the morning. He's like, ah! yeah. and I was like, hey, maybe we don't watch action movies where we go to bed anymore. That's <laughs> had, Keanu. Had to learn that. Uh, eight seconds. Okay. The cowboy movie. The cowboy movie with Luke Perry. Yeah. Continue. Um, oh, I know what that's about. Ace Ventura, Pet Detective. Yes. Doesn't hold up, but it was funny. Airheads. I love that movie. Blank check. Okay. Clerks. Love that movie. The Crow. I love that movie a lot. Dumb and Dumber. Love that movie. Ed Wood. We'd like that movie. I didn't come yeah. to it too late. Forrest Gump. Mm, don't I like love it. that movie. I know you're don't not like a fan. I, I know. Get, I think that movie's terrible. I know. Um, Loved it. <laughs> Interview with a Vampire. Loved it. Legends of the Fall. Love that even more. Uh, not not in my top ten um, Brad Pitt movies. Good for it you. Is, Doesn't need to be. It is Brad Pitt at his peak hotness, though. Yes, Legends of the Fall. Peak Brad Pitt hot. Agreed. Um, totally agreed. Okay, The Lion King. Oh, I loved that. Saw that in the movie twice, I think. Yeah? Okay, The Mask. Okay, I, what did I say? I said, so, I called that. I was like, oh yeah, The Mask, mask Ace Ventura, and Dumb and Dumber. Same year. Damn. <laughs> Same Damn. year. That's why I'm like, Look, that's why the he's year the of fucking Jim Carrey. He went crazy. Right? Um, PCU. Love that. Right? I love PCU. Right. It's an uh, underrated movie. Yeah. I don't like uh, Jeremy Renner, but I do like that movie. Natural Born Killers. That a, everybody went through a Natural Born Killers phase, didn't they? Hey, guess yeah. what movie I saw in the theater? Natural Born Killers. <laughs> guess what movie I snuck into in the theater? Uh, I'm surprised <laughs> that your dad didn't just... Yeah, it's fine. Just take it. Um, yeah, I know he's good. Pulp Fiction. Love that. 
What was that? That's me talking about I love this movie. <laughs> uh, the River Wild with Meryl Streep and Kevin Bacon. Whatever. You've seen it? Don't care. You've, you've never seen The River Wild? Nope. It, it kind of rules. It's the closest thing Meryl's ever done to a horror film. Uh, and Shawshank Redemption. Love that movie too. Uh, it's kind of what people are like, we can all agree it's the greatest movie of all time. Yeah. Right? Yeah. American wise. Yeah. Right? That, that It's Vertigo one of those movies you can just watch all the time. Yeah, agreed. So, that's a thing. Now, Phantasm 3. Lord of the Dead. Lord of the um, Dead. Lord it, of the Dead. This movie is rated R. Okay. It is one hour and 31 minutes long. Okay. One hour, 31 minutes. That's uh, one minute over my time. But <laughs> I was about to say that. I'll try and um, Yes. So, it is written and directed by Don Coscarelli. Obviously. Um, that's yeah. a given. He had just come off. So, 1988, he did Phantasm Two and Survival Quest, mm-hmm. the movie where Lance Henderson takes those people out into the woods on like a office team building, whatever track thing. Neither of those movies did well, <laughs> um, so he came back to Phantasm. So Don did nothing, got nothing off the ground, directed nothing between 1988 and 1994 when this movie came oh, out. Oh man. Right. Okay. And then he did nothing from 1994 to 1998 when Phantasm Four came out. That's not too bad. That's just like four so, years. Yeah, I think he was just like, I Gosh. guess I'll just do Phantasm movies. Okay. So it's whatever. Um, like I said, after, they, yeah. I said it before. I'll say it again. They found their audience, man, because these movies are beloved. In my head, when anyone says that, when they're like, I said it before and I'll say it again, I always go, I love being a turtle. Because the Ninja Turtles movie wow, was my childhood. Uh, wow. Okay. Uh, it's executive produced by Dak Coscarelli. Um, that's his, dad. his brother. Oh, that, his dad. That's right. We he talked about that in films. the first one. Yep. Um, Mark Shostrom returns to do the makeup on this one. He did Evil Dead 2, Nightmare 3, From Beyond, Phantasm 2. Um, also, Dean Gates showed up to do makeup on this so he's known for maniac cop 2 we watched um, that in second season of our podcast fucking shit maniac cop 2 yeah uh the return of swamp thing maximum overdrive <laughs> day of the dead and blue velvet all right so this is somebody that uh we're, we're gonna be in for some fun makeup is that what you said so there are some fun effects in this the best effects are in two <laughs> like they're like we have all the, the explosions it's right we have all the things uh, the cast for this thing. Okay. So let me just get the returners out of the way. So Reggie Bannister comes back as Reggie. Mm-hmm. Um, a. Michael Baldwin comes back as Mike. Yay. No, James Legro. Uh Angus Grimm returns as the tall man. Yay. And Bill Thornberry returns. As the brother? As Jody. Interesting. Jody's back, It's friends. the first time. There's a scene where all of them are on screen for the first time since the first film. Did and you? it's... Are you going to cry Spoiler a little? Spoiler alert. My favorite movie. You're going to tear up a little. <laughs> He's going to um, tear up a little, y'all. Also, like, this movie rules because let's get past them and talk about the new cast members. I fucking love the new cast members. Oh, yeah. So um, chief amongst them is Gloria, Gloria Lynn Henry, who plays Rocky. Uh, Gloria began acting at the age of eight on stage. Aww. How old is she in this movie? Um, she's in her... 20s or late okay. 20s early 30s she helped create a children's theater in detroit she's traveled the country and europe doing like stage shows she was the lead singer of a funk rock band called shatterer nice she's had a wild life funk rock band love that um love it 
spoiler alert, she will fight with nunchucks in this movie. Cool! Uh, and then we've got Kevin Connors, who plays Tim. He was in Pleasantville uh, Prehysteria 2. He is a child. It's very much like having a, a mic. Okay. Like from the first film. From the first movie. movie. So you get like the continuity of Phantasm and Phantasm 2, but you get like a, a new child co-protagonist. Ah. Which is fun. Okay. Um, co-protagonist. And then you get Cindy Ambul, who plays Edna. Love that name. She was in The Bold and the Beautiful. Um, Brooks Gardner, who plays a character named Rufus. Uh, of the baddies that are not Angus Scrim, there's John Davis Chandler, who plays Henry. Um, he's been in like a billion things. Oh, yeah. So he was in Adventures in Babysitting. He was in a movie I enjoy called Mako, colon, The Jaws of Death. Mako, colon, okay. Yeah. It's, it's a Mako. man can talk to sharks. Okay. But I was like, Mako, is that a dolphin? It's a shark. It's a shark. Yeah. Um, How can I be so foolish? He's in a couple Sam Peckinpah movies, like Packard and Billy the Kid, which is the saddest Western ever made, and I love it dearly. He's okay. in Ride the High Country, which is maybe the second saddest Western ever made, and I love it dearly. Um, yeah. All right. I want to do a Westerns podcast with someone. Someone do a Westerns podcast with me so we can talk about Westerns. <laughs> All right. Well, where can we, we can watch this probably on all the major platforms, right? This isn't a hard movie to find. It's no Phantasm 2 to find, I'll tell you that. <laughs> well, um, this is on freebie for free. Okay. You want to watch it with the commercials? You want to do the poster? The poster I sure I will. is not great. Okay. It's, we don't have one hanging up. We do. Three, do Actually, we? Yeah. All right. Well, this is the part of the podcast where Josh shows me a movie a poster and I try to tell you the plot of the movie. Uh, we've got the tall man making a weird Edgar Allan Poe-like face holding the ball in front of my favorite color combination, red and purple. What? We tried to warn you, if you don't get it this time, we're going to have to drill it into your head. Get it? Because the ball has the drill. Yeah. I'm going to say this picks up right where the other one left off. And uh, it was all a dream. And it was like a weird inception thing. And he wakes up and he's like this same kid from the first movie. And the other stuff was all just like a dream. So you think Phantasm 2 did not occur at all? At all. It's all part of his, it's like a dream that he, that Mike had. Okay. Do you have any guesses on the plot of where this one's going to go? They're going to use his dream to guide them where to find the tall man to kill him. And Reg wants to know more about his family. I think he just wrote a Phantasm movie. Thanks. (laughs) Uh, this movie does have a tagline that got used somewhat that is terrible. I just want to read you this other tagline because mm-hmm. it is awful. Um, he's back, and this time he won't take no for an answer. Did he say? Uh, it's a little Rudy Giuliani. Yeah, he, he didn't. He didn't take no. Okay, whatever. All right, <laughs> a little date rapey that one. <laughs> well, uh, we're gonna go off and watch this, and we'll be back right after this. Mind the doors. Phantasm. The delusion of a disordered mind, a phantom, a spirit, a ghost. For most of his life, a young man has been pursued by a sinister force. Now he must learn the secret of the ultimate evil. Now it is time for you to come back. Me. 
remember, if this one doesn't scare you, you're already dead. Phantasm 3. Hey everybody, we finished Obli Oblivion. We finished Phantasm 3. Uh, what did everybody think? Let's get a consensus. Lord don't, of the Dead. Don't everybody speak at once. Um, this was quite a wild ride. It went places and it was weird. It was fun. It's continuing to be fun. Uh, it's a little trippy, Here's for sure. Every Phantasm movie is a little different. I mean, it's the same core cast, but it's kind of like horror with something else. Like, the first Phantasm is very, like, horror science fiction, where you're like, I don't quite know what's going on. And the second one, it keeps the science fiction stuff, but it's more horror action. Okay. And this yeah, one's I'd agree more with that. comedy. This is the funniest Phantasm movie. Okay. Well, it doesn't bode well for the next so. two. Um, <laughs> no, so. it's just the, the fourth one, Don goes back to, like, what if we? It was a little more serious, and then the fifth one is she's all over the place. So, well, this one is the third one, uh, and the third one finds us with the old gang, the old pretzel gang, uh, <laughs> Ridge, and they do. All right, I will give these movies this. The old pretzel gang. The old pretzel gang. I'll give these movies this. They have done a very good job both times, integrating a changed actor. Does that make sense? Like. Okay. I know exactly what you're talking about. And I will say this. I think it's, it works even better in three than it does in two. Cause two, it's got the drawing and then it transitions from the drawing and it's like, Oh, he's aged and now he's got a different nose. And a right. different, three just basically is like, Hey, it, they use like a scene from two mm -hmm. and recreate a scene from two. And then it's just his face. A. Michael Baldwin back in the, cast it's right. just, they don't even explain it there's no it's just like hey guys but they also explained what, was it chrissy who was the love of his life that he got to hang out with for like a day and then she died she gets her face eaten in second which is it chrissy is that her name no. eh, whatever uh they explain her away in the car accident that ends too um he's looking it up it's probably something totally different and i'm wrong i just in my head it's like a off it's like a wish Order of Christy Swanson. You got one letter right. Was it a K? <laughs> it's Liz. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. Chrissy and Liz. I got the I. Yep. Dang. Very different names. Very different. Very different names. Uh, okay, let's let's fucking talk about this movie. Um, what happened? Um, that's what I was getting at. Uh, so we have the old pretzel gang together <laughs> and they're up to their shenanigans of wanting to, uh, find the tall man and stop him. But this time, not Jody. Jody is back mm -hmm. and he's, he's a ball. He's worried about, yeah, he becomes a ball. That's what happens to your soul. You become these little, the balls. <laughs> What if that's what happens when you die? You just become ball. All right, anyway. Yeah. I mean, that's where... So let me go ahead and mm. just say this now. When you die, you go to the tall man, and he shrinks your body down. <laughs> and turns you into one of those little dwarf things. <laughs> and then takes your brain out and puts the little tiny shrunken brain inside the silver sphere. Right. So there you is basically, a you're the little dude's... 
are all like animal instinct with no higher functioning, which is why mm-hmm. they're like they can't talk and they just do manual labor. Right. And, and they don't recognize you. The like spheres Liz is grandma. Yeah. The spheres just fly around and it that's where all the brain and the higher functioning is in the sphere. And so Jody smart. makes contact with Reg and it's Mike, right? Mm-hmm. Uh makes contact with them and he's like, either so you need to I am. Um like and they're trying to stop the tall man. Uh, we meet, um, in the process, some women of color that are dressed like Tina Turner from Mad Max. Rocky. Um, well, I was getting to that. Uh, Rocky joins the crew. She is a, you're, you mentioned it in the first half, she is a nunchuck-wielding Tina Turner-dressed, not-having-shit-with-Reggie woman. Um, and I mean, it, it, it just kind of goes crazy. At one point, Mike is trapped in a wall. That happens. Um, can sum it up in a better way. Josh, what does IMDb say? It, it really is just, just everywhere. Just like this scene. Then there was the guy in a wall. It, and it, she had nunchucks. Yeah. And. I'm not wrong. It, I mean, that's part of what makes it endearing and, you know, why you I get why people like it. You didn't it. mention Tim, the little kid at all. You didn't oh, mention... Oh, I forgot about... I three, blacked out... Until you said his name, I was like, the, who? The three, like, zombie dudes... Or the two zombie dudes and the lady who come back and then have the pink hearse. Like, you didn't mention any of those things. See? Oh, and yet I rambled. <laughs> there was so much in this movie uh imdb just has mike and reggie continue to hunt the mysterious tall man discovering along the way that he the invasion has already begun oh yeah um little towns all but that kind of happened in two as well little towns are falling to the tall man left and right including um one where they run into a little kid who's living home alone style uh when did this movie come out 94 yeah so home alone had already come out anyway uh, a little kid, and he, he's like a sharpshooter. He's not living just any house. He's, he's living, living in the there. house from the movie House. Oh, okay. Yeah, that yes, that is true. But, I mean, that's not part of the Same movie. Same exterior. The not, interiors. Not part of this movie, though. Yeah. The interior of this movie is the actual interior of the house. The oh. interior of the movie House was all was insanity that they made to be See like, See our episode hey, on House for more information. Hey. Um. Yeah, so that's... The, and they're, he's being chased by a group of outlaws, question mark, dressed like a pimp, maybe, that are ransacking all these little abandoned towns that they find. That, that I mean, there's like a Beetlejuice element with them driving around in a hearse. It's a lot. Just watching you try to plumb bits of this movie up from your memory. Yeah. Because we watched it a couple days ago. Um Here's what you need it's about a lot. Phantasm 3, the story of Phantasm 3. I just told um, you everything. Exactly. Except in weird gibberish bits and pieces here and there. Mm. Uh, Phantasm 3 picks up, like we said, with the end of Phantasm 2. It's just like, what if it happened? Boom, right after. Um, in the Phantasm 2, the whole thing was like, they were, it was a road movie chasing the tall man. And then Phantasm 3 flips that where... The tall man is after Ch- Mike. chasing them, right? For and nefarious purposes. Like, we still don't quite know. Mike has a gold you thing in his head, maybe? You also kind of will never know. Okay. Um, so just get used to that. It's Phantasm. 
There will be unanswered questions. It's Chinatown. <laughs> Forget it, Jake. It's, it's... fantastic. <laughs> Forget it, Jody. Fun fact. Forget it, Reg. Um, Forget it, Reg. It's Phantasm. Uh, I enjoy uh, Phantasms more than I enjoy um, Chinatown. Chinatown. Yeah, Um, that's not much. Yeah. I don't know. That movie. Problematic. Not just because who directed it. I know that's your sticking point. There's some stuff in it and I'm like... "Eh." Uh, Speaking of problematic... Are we going to talk about Reg's sexual assaults Reg's on poor kind, Rocky? Reg is kind of a sex pest in this movie. He really is. Um, They've met like, I get into the world if I run, if I'm the only girl and I run into a guy, I'm going to be like, oh, let's fuck. But like, we're into anybody really. Um, but Reg goes a little hard and Rocky's like, no, thank you, baby. No, thank you. And, and, and then it made me feel even weirder when he has like a wet dream about her and it, and it was like oh they made her get naked anyway even though she said no you know, i don't know it just yeah, bummed I, me out I, I okay i get what you're i get where you're going with that i think it was don was enjoying watching her shoot him down so they were like what if we just keep having you like just destroy this guy um, I love the idea of like his lame pickup lines in this movie and then her just immediately having like shutting it down. Yeah. Is kind of funny. Um, it's one of those things that probably hasn't aged the best, but still like Not there are all. lines in this movie of him saying to her like, you ever try vanilla? <laughs> and she's like, dear, gives me gas immediately. Yeah. Like um, she, she's obviously not into this. And he's just like, mm, but what if I keep pestering you? Maybe you'll give me a pity fuck. Like, is that what you want? No. Sorry. He went on the road wrong a long time. Um, yes, that is a problematic element of this movie. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm going to go with it's the time more so because I, the newest Phantasm, I don't think that has any of that in it. Well, I hope so. Reggie's old, like, old, old as shit. Yeah. Um, I don't think there's a lot of it in four, if I remember correctly, either. I think okay. it was just like a way to feed Gloria Lynn Henry more scenes, potentially. Maybe. But it came at the cost of like, Reggie, yeah. not the greatest at, po- at times of this movie, but you're still the hero of the movie. Um, anyway, True. here's what you need to know. Uh, okay. From the outside of the movie, they do kill Liz. Because that was Liz was like an addition um, into the plot of Phantasm 2 to give Mike like a romantic interest. For no reason. And they're like, we don't need this. So she's gone. Literally, like, one of the little dudes eats her face mm-hmm. off of her body. Um, and I immediately replace her with the name Chrissy. Chrissy. I don't know where that came from. Um, All white women are named Chrissy in my book. Oh, that's weird, yeah. but okay. Uh, and then the tall man sh- immediately shows up at the beginning of the movie and is like, I'm here for Mike, basically. Right. And Reggie's like, I'm going to fucking kill him with a hand grenade that I have. Yeah, that he just keeps in his pocket, um, obviously. And- normal thing the tall man's like i don't want him in pieces and reggie's like well that's the only way you're gonna get him so he goes i'll wait yeah so they leave and then um mike ends up in a hospital for an undisclosed amount of time from the car accident yep and then he has a vision of dying and going into the afterlife where he runs into jody right and weirdly like a what looks like a world war ii air force pilot is there I didn't, I didn't even clock that. I saw that, that like, in the back. It's kind of like a, I don't know, like a nod to a Powell and Pressburger movie, I guess. But it was weird. If you notice it, you can't ever not see it when you watch that scene. Okay. Um, and then Jody just comes back, but he's a ball. 
And sometimes he's the ball, and sometimes it's just Jody interacting. And like in like, a dream sequence? Not even that. Like, sometimes they're just scenes where the ball is in the room, and it's just easier for them to be like, rather than having the ball hover in the air. It's Jody. And then do like a Jody voiceover. What if we just had Jody stand in the room so people can act opposite him? Yeah. And we just understand that, hey, he's he's a ball. Um, so that's a thing. That was a thing. Um, and then... Can the, confirm. Yeah, the tall man, there's the scene in the hospital with the nurse who turns evil, very evil, dead. Oh, yeah, gross. Style. Yeah, um, with the syringe. And then that's when Barf. Mike comes back. And then Mike ends up getting captured by the tall man. Right, and put into a wall. Put into a wall. <laughs> As you heard and about then a minute ago. Yeah, and then that's where we meet Tim, mm-hmm. the house. That's the Home Alone uh, kid. Tim kills that dude with a razor-bladed frisbee, frisbee yep. which is pretty dope. And he also kills the lady with, like, a hatchet. Like, he throws it, mm-hmm. and the dude moves and hits her in the head and automatically kills her. And he's talking about the dude that's wearing a massive gold dollar sign like he's flavor flave and it's 1989 yes and it's a very large white dude i enjoyed it <laughs> um so those three die and then are brought back as like zombies tall mm-hmm. man style in a pink hearse in a pink hearse that's and the beetle they, they come back like three times to- so like we, we meet them as humans in mm-hmm. the beginning of the movie when they kidnap reggie and steal his car and then t- little tim kills them all mm-hmm. except for the one guy the older guy but he dies in the night from the lurkers right um but then the tall man brings it back and then they come back later and the, the lurkers hearse, are the little uh yeah yeah munchkin dude and then the hearse gets like destroyed and does that flip that one like a hundred like over a hundred feet there's like a hundred and like 20 some feet that he jumped that fucking hearse <laughs> yeah that's fucking insane yeah but more on that in a minute um and then they show up at the very end and like the standoff before uh the tall man's big reveal and boss fight essentially mm-hmm. you know if it were video game you'd have a boss fight with the the tall the man. tall man um so they're in the movie at three different points in time and they get progressively gnarlier as they show up in the movie again um, beetlejuice element right so tim is the only survivor of this town and his parents were taken and his dad was the sheriff the sheriff the chief his of parents police. were very old but okay yeah and um so he's got his dad's gun and badge that he wears mm-hmm. and it's very phantasm one of like reggie and this little boy oh yeah on the road like having adventures he's even bit. wearing the jeans jacket. it was a it was a nice little tip of the cap to be like hey you remember phantasm like the first one where it was like a kid against this thing and that's like a whole subplot and then they meet rocky and rocky's sister who promptly gets murdered by one of the spheres mm-hmm the balls um and then they end up running into jody and that's when you're talking about the sex scene mm-hmm. is like she has a wet dream yeah um that he's having sex and with all Rocky. the sex dreams in this movie are it's like if a 12 year old was described like a 12 year old who only went to catholic school described sex to somebody like that's the sex those are the sex scenes in this movie i'm going to touch her boobies yeah um yeah, so in the it's funny because Jody can only talk to Reggie in his dream, so he shows up in the sex dream. Yeah, and party har har. Like Reggie's getting ready to have sex with Rocky in his dream, and Jody's just like, "Hey, man, we gotta talk now." No, he's like, "I need you to get behind me. I mean, I need you to come with me." Like, yeah, little moment of, and then they uh, end up saving Mike and trying to flee from the tall man, and they end up staying at a massive mortuary yep which is a real that was a real place it's like the i think it's the largest 
they say it's in Oregon, but it's not in Oregon. It's in California. Uh, so they cheat the name. But the actual, um, the actual mausoleum mm-hmm. is like the largest mausoleum, like marble mausoleum in like the Western Hemisphere or something like that, if I'm not mistaken. Interesting. And so they they got to shoot there at the same time. <laughs> Another movie was shooting there at the same time. What movie is that? It actually caused them to like lose a couple days because um, I will give you a hint. Mm-hmm. I'll give you a character name. Mm-hmm. Topper Harley. That means nothing to me. Uh, Lloyd Bridges as the president of the United States of America. What movie? You wrote a paper about him. Top Gun. I mean, uh, Hot... Hot... Not Hot... hot yeah, Hot Shots. Yeah. Hot why was Hot Shots using they the mausoleum? Were, they were using the part of the outside to fake, like, I think, like, a, the Capitol building or something like that. And yeah, that yeah. checks. So, like, they shot a couple days there, and they yeah, were paying, checks. like, five times what Phantasm Three was. So, I like, love this movie. The mausoleum was, like, so ridiculous. you guys have to wait. <laughs> you gotta wait your turn. <laughs> you have to wait until after. This random Charlie Sheen, they Bo- shoot this Lloyd Charlie Bridges Sheen movie, movie comes first. For a couple days here. Um, yeah, so then there's this whole ending where... Mike has the flashback to the first movie that the tall man is like either scared of or hurt by the cold. Right. And they so they that, put, oh yeah, they put him in a cryo freeze. The convenient cryogenics mm-hmm. thing. There Where just heads, heads are bubbling it. like it's a delicious like a, stew. Like a witch's cauldron. Of like a beef stew of heads. A Terminator 2 witch's cauldron. I like the Futurama, like where they're all in jars on yeah. shelves better. And uh, so... Why. They freeze the tall man. They run a like a spear through him, essentially, and then trap him in the freezer. Mm-hmm. And then a mega ball, one of those gold ones, shoots out of his head mm-hmm. and then proceeds to terrorize everyone. It sure does. Before going through the zombie lady's head, mm-hmm. like in leaving a perfect circle. Correct. And I love the fact that in that scene, when that happened, you immediately yelled, death becomes her. Yeah, it reminds me like, so much like of Death, Death Becomes, Becomes Her. her. Um, yes, it did. And then Reggie catches the giant gold ball with a plunger. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. And then they dunk it in the, the cryo goo, thus killing the, the tall man. The cryo goo. Um, and then Mike has been fucked up. Like, I forgot to mention that. So Mike gets taken by the tall man, and his head is cut open. Right. Oh, yeah, yeah, And yeah. he's, like, bleeding yellow like the tall man now. Mm-hmm. More on that in a second. Mm-hmm. Um, and then as Rocky leaves them, because she's like, I, I'm fucking done, guys. Peace out, guys. <laughs> like, we've done good. We've I've done enough. I'm fucking out. This is not how I want my Takes story to end. and leaves. Um, probably the smartest move in Yeah, because there's just a parking lot of hearses. Yeah. Uh, and then Reggie and Tim go back inside uh, after Mike has been revealed to have a giant silver ball in his head. Gold. Gold ball. Yeah. Very similar to the tall man. Yep. Um, and then he leaves with Jody mm-hmm. to figure it out. And? And uh, Tim and Reggie go back inside and um, very reminiscent of the ending of the first Phantasm. So there's hundreds of balls that attack Reggie and pin him to the wall. Yeah. And then Tim tries to help him. And then it's like almost like a repl- like a recreation of the sh- ending of the first film. Um, the tall man tells him like nothing is over. I think it's the ending line, and then someone pulls Tim through the glass, and that's how we end. And then the movie's over. Um, that was not the original ending. What was the original ending? The original, the original ending, which would have been weirdly prescient and actually ended the story. 
um, in theory, would have been, so they froze the tall man. That mm-hmm. was his one weakness. And then they would have taken that frozen ball and buried it. Mm-hmm. Like, it's like at the top of a mountain or like in Alaska. Maybe somewhere back like in that snowy. mine. Oh, okay, yeah. And then after they bury it. Is that why people are so worried about the melting polarized yeah, right, caps? Well, originally, like the There's ending silver was, balls up there. they bury it right. in the snow. And then Reggie's like, now we got to worry about global warming. Yeah. And then that was how the movie would have ended. Um, and then Dom was like, but what if we make a fourth one? I got to leave it open-ended for a fourth one. Um, All right. So there you go. So they did. God damn this movie. It's so, co- there's so much shit to talk about for a 90-minute movie. Yes. Like, there's so much stuff. Yep. Um, I think more happens in this one than in the second one. Because the second movie where Universal ha- made it, they were very, like, done. it has to be very linear. Like, just... Just yeah. A to B to C. No. And you could do some weird shit in the scenes. I like that like he just said no thank you. And then in this movie, Don's just like, well, I can do whatever I want, right? So the very first thing he did was he recast a Michael Baldwin as Mike. Okay, yes, he, he did. He was like, he has gone on the record saying he felt really bad. Um, that they that recast he, him. He had to recast. And he's like, it, I felt it like. It wasn't the poor boy's fault. Yeah. He's like, I mean, I was forced to, but still like, I wanted to write the wrong. Like. That's very sweet. So. And, I mean, like I said, they did a really good job sussing that out in the beginning. At least I thought so. This movie. This movie, y'all. Is goddamn aggressive in the amount of shit that happens in it. Um, so, this is the first time in the series the main characters refer to the dwarves mm-hmm. as lurkers. And the oh, yeah. As the, sentinels. They the actually Harry get Pot- names. The, yeah. The Home Alone kid said that. Did I call them lurkers? Yeah. Um. Universal did make a change in this movie. Um, they did change the title from Phantasm 3 to Phantasm colon Lord of the Dead. Um, for a theatrical test release, feeling that, quote, the general public had forgotten the name Phantasm and therefore would avoid seeing a film if it was obviously part of a continuing series. So they were like, ah, what if we try to trick people in thinking this is a standalone movie, not a movie that came out in, like, the 70s? <laughs> Right. Well, the first one, yeah. Yeah. Um, so the production wrapped in mid-1993, and distribution mm-hmm. kind of languished for a year, almost a year. Um, there was back and forth about if it would go theatrical, if it would go to video, um, and then it ended up getting like a very limited, like we talked about that theatrical release in 94 um, in Japan, where... Phantasm is huge. Huge. Um, huge. In North America. Huge. Uh, and it ended up going straight to video 95. Um, this movie did get the same treatment every other Phantasm movie's gotten. Bombed. It was NC-17. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they were like, oh. It really isn't that, I mean, that gory. Considering, you know, we've seen Texas Chainsaw Massacre and things like that. But, all right. Yeah. Uh, the movie, so Don actually had to go to the MPAA after getting NC-17 and appealed it and showed them the first Phantasm. Mm-hmm. And he was like, there's nothing in three that's as violent as one or as bad as one. And there's, and in, with one, I almost got like a PG and ended up with an R and now I'm getting an R and actually now I'm getting an NC-17. And I'm, like, it doesn't make any sense. Yeah. And they were like, time's changed, bro. And he had to cut, like, oh, damn. some of the violence and stuff out. And so the Blu-ray we watched, it's all back in there. But that's the cut 
that in 1994 was NC-17. That That's you saw. wild. <sighs> That's nothing. Yeah, it's so fucking dumb. Uh, it did get, it, like I said, a two-week theatrical run in Baton Rouge and St. Uh, Louis. wonder why they put chose those places. I don't know. Um, but it was the highest grossing film the two weeks it played there. Well, if it, but it wasn't enough to open in a third theater, huh? Yeah. And, well, no, they were like... In a third city, I mean. They were like, no, nah, we're good. Um, we're just going to do... Thanks for earning the money back. Yeah. We're done. We spent no money on this, so we're just going to dump it on VHS and just make what money we can. And so, uh, it's a tax write-off. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, it, it's got on Rotten Tomatoes a 40%. <laughs> Oh, uh, with one, um, let's see, one review saying that while the sequel lacks the punch of the original, it's fun, right? And a lot yeah. of people, you know, oh, that's how I agree. Dread Central gave it a 3.5 out of 5 and described the humorous hit or miss, right? It yeah. did win a Fangoria Chainsaw Award for Best Limited Release Film. Really? So there's that. Cool. Yeah. Thank you, Fangoria. It is what it is. Um, so at, at the 57 minute mark, the dream sequence where Reggie, Jody, uh, rescue Mike from the tall man mm-hmm. uh, is the first time all four of those actors, a Michael Baldwin, Reggie Bannister, Bill Thornberry, and Angus Grimm, have been reunited in, on screen in 15 years. Cool. So. What a fun moment. I know you pointed that out to me uh, when we were watching it. All right. So next week, we're watching uh, Phantasm Four: Oblivion. I know that because... How do you remember that? Well, here... I, I was getting ready to say, <laughs> I know that because A, I pass the poster every day of my life. But also, I think it's kind of cool that they incorporated the Roman numeral IV into the oblivion part. I was like, oh, that's pretty fun. Have you seen the poster for the new Scream movie, Scream 6? Nope. You oh, yeah. They did. Yeah, actually, I have. The M. Mm-hmm. They made the middle V part red and then the back end of the M. Yeah. So it's six. I have seen that. It's clever. All right. Well, until next week. I'm Josh. And I'm Cindy. And I'm still his girlfriend. Phantasm 3.